0: Original, independent, and local, you're not dialed into the spy.
1: Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Local Lights. OKC. I'm Kayla Coffee, And
2: I'm Anna Farha.
1: Thanks for tuning in for us this week. It was a blast. I know that I kicked things off on Friday, so I was supposed to go to El Reno Burger Day, and then something came up where I wasn't able to go all the way down there. Of course, that's my life. Something always comes up. <laughs> um, so I texted our friend Leah and was like, hey, do you still need help with the CLC Literacy Private Reserve event. And she was like, let me check. Yes, I do. Good. Can you help with the wine pool? And I was like, oh, I can pull some wine. Yeah. And so it was an absolute blast. The, they had a uh, good turnout? They had a great turnout. It was it was so much fun. The silent auction was great. The dinner was amazing. I was posting it on our Instagram stories. Yeah, I saw it. So yeah, they did these wine pairings. So they did two pairings with the salad. One for half of the salad and one for the other half, it was plated in two. Huh. And then you, you did the pairing and then you were able to mix your salad. It was oh. so funky, but interactive. <laughs> and then the main course had two salads with it as well. And it had a, uh, I want to say a rib, but it was like off the bone, like rib meat. And yeah. then a salmon option. And so then there was a... Like short rib. A short rib. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, what is that called? It's not <laughs> steak, but it was red meat, short rib. Um, so then they had a red to go with the beef and then a rosé actually to go with the salmon, which was unique, but they said pink and pink. It's a thing. Oh. Even though you usually think of white with salmon. Yeah. Um. So that was incredible. And then we had a dessert wine to go with dessert. And so that was five wines. Okay. It was a lot. Um, and instead of calling it a night, I decided to go to the pump afterwards and <laughs> <laughs> hang out with people. I was only drinking water there because it had been a night, but it was so much fun. Well, that was probably a good call. It was. Well, and before I left, Janelle and I actually went downstairs to see former guest Christian Pearson playing piano at the red piano downstairs yeah. at the Skirvan because we were upstairs at the Skirvan. Mm-hmm. And so always shout out to him. Always good to, to see him in action.
2: Well, and I was at Broadway and Brew that night.
1: Yes. How so was, I was it? So
2: I was actually helping volunteer coordinate. Um, I'm mm-hmm. friends with their volunteer coordinator, and she kind of had me be her sidekick for the evening, Love if you it. will. Um, so it we is were, your specialty? Yeah. So we were um, doing that, and the VIP area, Yelp Elites got tickets for that. Uh-huh. So um, there were several Yelp elites there, and they didn't even know they were going to have VIP. Ah. <laughs> so when we were telling them at check in, like they were all blown away because with the VIP, it had that open bar, mm-hmm. and then everything and then the else had, food. you know, the tastings. Yeah. But it also had Mickey Mantle's, mm-hmm. which their food was incredible. incredible. Sure. Um, all the food was really good. I really liked um, Yokozuna and Yuzo both. Oh, wow. Um, they, were, they were far enough away from each other in the event. That space was really neat, but it was so crowded. Like, they should have had more stuff out on the patio. Yeah. So, it was kind of... That was the great
1: thing about Arthur Gardens is it was able to be so special. Yeah. It was
2: just... Really I know they, like, had almost sold out of the tickets. I don't remember how many... What was the capacity, but... um, So, it was really packed. And we... After we were done volunteering, we just hung out in the VIP area and... How didn't go anywhere else after. I was ready to go home from that. Um, but it was a really good time. And then on Saturday, um, I would mentioned how I was going to be going to see Beach House yes. in Tulsa. And so we spent the afternoon there. And I went to two of the breweries.
1: Yes. So, I'm so jealous.
2: So I asked, um, we were asking Steven, because mm-hmm. we saw him when we were at the Artini wrap-up party, um, our friend's husband, which breweries we should go to. Right. And the so... Best? He so American Solera actually has two tap rooms. Really? So they have their tap room and brewery and then they have like a another one that's just a tap room on like another side of town. Okay. So he told us to go to that one, the, the one other that was one. just the tap room. Okay. And so that's called American Solero Sobo, which is like their district, I guess. Okay. Um I think it's like South Boston Street or that's where it We're comes from, have I think. To do a whole Tulsa episode. I know. So we went there and um we, they have a nice little patio area with some seating and then they had a food truck out there too, but we went and ate somewhere before that. So we, we didn't eat, but then we went over to cabin boys as yes. well. And they also had food truck there cause it was Cinco de Mayo. And so everyone was celebrating all around town. Right. And so it was a, it was a cool time to be in Tulsa cause we just kind of kept stumbling upon little street festivals happening that like we didn't even really plan, but we just
1: they, happened they were to be there. there. Yeah. Yes.
2: So that was fun.
1: Very cool. Well, and I spent Saturday at the zoo again. I feel like we've been at the zoo a lot lately. Um, <laughs> this one was for work. So um, my job was sponsoring a couple different areas of Safe Kids Day, which is a local nonprofit promoting um, safety and uh, injury and accident prevention in Oklahoma, but specifically geared towards kids. So I was there for the Children's Hospital and then also our trauma program. Um, and I was able to take a ton of pictures, make sure that my Snapchat filters that I built for the event were working appropriately. And (laughs) they were, and they were being used, which was really cool. Um, and I got to see the event during the daytime. So when we were there for Safari Soiree, it got dark so soon. I saw like one little swath and then it was dark. And so I was like, peering, like, are those elephants or are they moving boulders? Like, I can't tell (laughs) because it's so dark. Um, but it was really cool to see everything, um, by the light of day, which was, Awesome. Um, and it was early enough in the season. It was packed, but um, that the weather, it was like just the right temperature. If it gets any hotter, I would have been under the misters, but I yeah. really mess up my hair and you know how it is. Um, um, so it was a good day to go to the zoo, but it wiped me out. I was going to try to do some Cinco de Mayo and Derby stuff, but being just outside that long. Oh, so you didn't go to the Derby I party? Didn't, no. Oh. I was so. Tired and drained from the sun. I was in the yeah. sun for two hours and I was like sunburnt and I just crawled into bed.
3: Okay.
1: Because that's well. what I had to do. <laughs> it's fine. I'm wow. okay with it.
2: Um, I got to go to a Yelp Elite event on Monday. Yes. So it was at a new-ish boutique mm-hmm. in Edmond. So they've been around exactly one year. Okay. It's called Spruced. You can find them at Spruced Cooperative. That's what they go by on social, social media. media. Um, but they are an awesome boutique, really affordable prices. It's not stuff that's unaffordable for people. Okay. Like, everything in there is under $50. Oh, wow. Um, I I got it. three new things. I Well, they got some champagne in me, and then right. I ended up, you know, buying some stuff, which I think that's kind of the whole point. The idea.
0: <laughs> I, no
1: amount of champagne us. can make me buy from the overpriced ones, though. So yeah. I Yeah. I, that's when you know it's affordable. And it was like 3 things.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they even gave us 20% off. Aww, um but how yeah, nice they have them. clothes, jewelry. They also have a little salon in the back. Oh. So that's part of the cooperative model. Um one of the owners does makeup and hair and the other one is like a stylist and fashion person Love and it. so they've combined forces and and it was just a really cute space and they they treated us well and it was it was fun and and you know I don't go to Edmond much, but right. like I will actually go, go back, back to Edmond for this place. Oh, that's
1: saying a lot. <laughs> I love it. See, all go to Edmond for Dunkin' Donuts, so. <laughs> I won't go to Norman for shit, but I will go to Edmond for Dunkin' Donuts, so it's
2: fine. <laughs> well, and then the last thing I did this week, um, I went to the sunset reception that the yes. chamber does. So I try to go to those when I can. And this time it was at Nichols Hills Plaza. <sighs> and, in and the there's area, so much happening there. I know. I I didn't even realize like how far back the plaza goes. Mm-hmm. So we were in this kind of little courtyard that's between the strip of like Organic Squeeze and Starbucks and then like On Crute and okay. down. So yep. there's like a little space between there that's kind of like a It's really just like a little courtyard that's mm-hmm. in between all of the shops. And so that was cool. And to see I didn't even
1: realize that's exactly where On Crute was cuz I still haven't been. Hadn't been. That's, so. I've been to pick up platters, but so I know the courtyard. But yeah, and there's so much happening because that that Starbucks is moving um, yeah. over closer to the Mexican They're restaurant. Have hot, hot there. They're gonna have hot dotty there. I hot thought Dottie it was there. gonna be on Class
2: and Curve, but it's it's on it's Nichols Hills Plaza. Yeah, so it's on the north side of 63rd, oh, okay. that's Part like right next to Trader Joe's, basically. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, there's so much fun like, stuff how happening How have I not there. been over here recently enough to see that? Right?
1: <laughs> well, I haven't since I moved from that area, but that used to be my Starbucks, and there wasn't a drive-thru, and then mm-hmm. I moved out of there, and then they're like, we're building a new one with a drive-thru, and I'm like, of course you are. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, well, and speaking of that area, that's also where Junior League is located, and that's I rounded out my week with our final event of the year. This is the giant one. It was our last one at Will Rogers Theater. Um, oh, yeah. It our, yeah, it was our giant one where they passed the gavel with a whole new board. We included, we inducted, I guess, all of our provisional members, um, and we invited people who are going to be joining us next year to come. So it's our biggest meeting of the year, and um, I'm so excited that we're going to be actually – having all of our meetings at the Tower Theater next year. Good. Um, And so that's going to be so much fun. Um, Everything cool happens there, and so (laughs) I'm glad that we're going to get in on the action there, and I'll get to hang out at the Tower even more. Yeah. I'm excited for the bar because I'm like, oh, I'll be able to drink Coop beer at Junior League meetings. (laughs) Like, this is the dream. So that was a lot of fun. Great.
2: Well, we'll go ahead and go into the events happening this week. And, you know, I've just noticed as we're getting closer to summer – more and more stuff's going on. Um, yep. So I did want to make a note to y'all that our show can only be so long where y'all will actually still listen to us. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when there are tons and tons of things in a day, we might not say it on the show, but it will be on our social media. Yes. And this is something so, we've been
1: doing for a while. Yeah, Always is. a good reminder to throw out there. We fit in as much as we can, but definitely check our social. Yes. Especially our Facebook rundown of events and then our daily tweets about it yes so first of all we've been talking about them for a while forever but it's
2: finally the grand opening of okie pokey and nudie yay um so this was what took over the old guernsey Guernsey. park space which if for some reason you didn't know where that is it's in uptown behind cuppies and joe Mm -hmm. so that's basically the easiest way to describe where it it it. is it's in the bungalow area of Mm -hmm. uptown and They're going to be opening at 11 a.m., so Okie Pokey will be from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., and then they'll take a little hour break, and then Nudie will be 9 p.m. to 1 a.m.
1: And this is just for the grand opening?
2: I think through this weekend, I want to say. Okay. Yeah, but Nudie's going to have drink specials, so I guess they're going to be kind of more the bar atmosphere. Um, and then they'll also be doing 50% off their appetizers. Which,
1: as long as it includes the Brussels sprouts, like, I'm here for it. Yeah. Oh,
2: so, so excited.
1: I've so that been was seeing the a lot of people
2: going. It already, Okie Pokey already has a ton, a ton of, of reviews. reviews on Yelp. Yeah. So, we will have to make it there very yes, soon.
1: Alright. Also Thursday is the Support Local Art Group show plus release party at DNA Galleries. And so, I feel like a broken record. We always talk about this. Um, part of it, the... Uh, the release show that always happens the night before, live on the plaza. Yeah. Um. So this is from six to nine p.m. But this one's actually bigger than just one exhibit, like it usually is. Yeah. This it's has, huge. <laughs> yeah. Thirty-four different featured artists, and some of those include include uh, Chris Canali. Canali. I don't actually know. I don't know how to say his no. last name. I'm so sorry, Chris. <laughs> um. Tanner Frady of Frady Cat Designs. Stadabada, our friend, friend of the show. Um. And that 31 more and so they're all yeah. going to be amazing artists and this huge local art group show exhibit is going to run th- May 10th through June 3rd so definitely make sure you can get out to see this. I'm so excited to go buy it on Friday. Yeah.
2: Another event on Friday, sorry, Thursday. You I threw know. me off there. I said
1: Thursday. <laughs> That's cuz when I'm going to go. Okay. Um, Back to style Thursday.
2: the 405. Mm-hmm. It'll be at a loft
1: in Deep Deuce.
2: <clears throat> this is Jesus.
1: Mary and <laughs> I've
2: been coughing so much today. Sorry.
1: It's the allergies. It's on all the air. I was yes. doing it earlier, So, too. sorry.
2: Style the 405. Right. It's an inaugural fundraising event supporting Children's Hospital Foundation. Woo- woo. And so, it'll be from 7 to 10 p.m. One of my loyal classmates is actually one of the girls putting this on. Awesome. And what it is is a fashion show. Featuring high-end clothing boutiques, all here locally in Oklahoma City. All right. They'll have a cocktail hour at 7. The fashion show starts at 8. They are saying that you should do black and white attire for this event. I love a good theme. It's $50 on Eventbrite, but the sales do end today at 6 p.m. So they still had tickets last I checked. Um, But if you want to go to that, you need to do that now.
0: Perfect.
1: Perfect. All right. Also happening on Thursday is Tapestry twenty. Tapestry. Oh, Tapestry. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, so it's like Carol King. Okay. (laughs) Tapestry twenty eighteen, an artist collective at Studio Twelve. So this is from seven to eleven p.m. Tapestry, a celebration of culture and diversity. Um, It's going to feature music, art, dance, poetry, photography, spoken word, graffiti, and videography. And I'm so excited about this. This is at Studio 12, which I was just able to go to for my friend's fashion show. Yeah. It was there. Such an amazing space. Um, again, parking's awful there. So definitely like Uber or get there early. Parking was a struggle, but it's fine. Um, and for this specific event, each artist's work will ref- uh, be a reflection of our life as a tapestry. Um, every thread is very unique. Um In vibrant and vitally needed. So it's like (laughs) a metaphor for life.
2: Yes, it is. I like it. So our last thing for Thursday, VHS and Chill, they're always doing movie screenings Mm -hmm. at Speakeasy. Love them. So this theme this month is the time is meow, which I'm sure you don't know. Do you? What is this is from? I was assuming it was a pun on something, but I don't know. it's from Super Troopers. Okay. I've seen it once. (laughs) VHS and Chills specializes in cult classics, so Kayla never knows them.
1: Um, (laughs) The second they do the Heathers movie premiere, I'm there.
2: Okay, that's my one
1: cult classic. It's a
2: free screening. It'll start at 8 p.m. And you can also have a chance to win a poster. Because they did, last month, they released Super Troopers 2, which was like a very long-awaited thing i'll take your word um for it. patrick like donated to their kickstarter of to make it happen <laughs> but you have a chance to win a signed poster of that movie from the cast oh wow so that's pretty cool
1: very cool all right friday um this is something that we've talked about in the past before but is the official grand opening and belated st patrick's day celebration at sean cummings irish restaurant um so i think we talked about them but last week or the week before, yeah, they're on May in the old Sofa Bella's play uh, space. It has been packed. We've I've seen so much chatter about this online. Yeah, people Everyone, were ready for them to come back. They were, and we kind of knew that from the excitement the second they announced it. But it's they've really been rolling out. And so they're officially ready to Grand Open. And since they weren't open on St. Patrick's Day, they want to celebrate it now. So (laughs) I'm always down to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. It's just the the Irish in me. So um, that's going to be going on from 5 p.m. to midnight. Also on Friday, so it's wild noise at the zoo.
2: Right. This week, because this is weekly on Fridays Mm -hmm. through the month, this one is John Calvin Abney, which we love Love him, him. Seen him several times. And that'll be from 5.30 to 8.30. It's $30 for those tickets on Eventbrite, which includes your two drink tickets.
1: Awesome. Um, where we will be on Friday is Live on the Plaza, Dead Center Takeover. So this is going to be one a of really... the best lives of the year, if yes, not it the is. best. It, it's the best. <laughs> uh, shout out to our boy, B. pelt who uh, was the liaison chair of this event, helping to make everything happen. This event is from six to ten PM. There's going to be a trivia contest to win an all access pass, which is a twenty dollar value. Two hundred. A two hundred dollar what did I say twenty? Oh my yeah. gosh. A two hundred dollar value, excuse me. So that's gonna be going on at the venue. Um there's gonna be a pop up dance party sponsored by our very own The Spy. That was my my impression of the spy, the spy guy. Spy, spy. Spy, spy, spy. spy. Um, in Plaza Walls, which is also where our Friends of the Plaza VIP area is going to be going on. So definitely come hang out and have a dance party with us. And there's also going to be a new mural going up in Plaza Walls as well, which is super exciting. I love when they do the live painting. Pie Junkie is celebrating their five years. Mm-hmm. How exciting is that? I love it. I know they're going to have some believe. kind of wheel
2: of pie. I don't know what it means, but it's intriguing. I don't it, care what it means.
1: I don't care wheel of pie. Yes. <laughs> Um, the Art of Hair is going to be going on over at Velvet Monkey. So this will be, um, they're going to do the celebration with over 25 models displaying hair and styles by uh, their team members in body art by... Rocio Perez de Salar. Thank you. Starting at 8.30 <laughs> p.m. And another super exciting thing happening, and this is it because I'm almost out of breath... Mabel's barbecue truck is going to be outside of what will be their new home in the Plaza District, yep. and so that is on that far street. What is it? Do you know? Indiana, the, Indiana, and Sixteenth, the former location of Chiltape's. So I'm sure people are familiar with that. Um, so they're going to be parked outside, and we cannot wait for them to open. And then also on
2: Friday, thank you. Second Friday Norman Art Walk. Yes. <laughs> Moving on to Saturday. So. I wanted to quickly mention... Yes, I got my bag in the mail yesterday. I got mine too. So it's the Letter Carriers Food Drive. It's a national event locally in Oklahoma. It benefits the regional food bank Mm -hmm. of Oklahoma. On the east part of the state, it's the community food bank of eastern Oklahoma. So you can leave a sack. You should have gotten one. Your letter carrier should have left one for you. Mm -hmm. That's what it's for, is to put cans in or whatever non-perishable items to donate to the food bank. It's one of their biggest... Food drives of the year. Yeah. And you can you don't even have to use the sack they gave you. If they didn't the give you one by ones. chance, any any sack you can leave out there with the stuff. And your letter carrier and volunteers will come pick it up and I'll be at one of the post offices helping sort the goods Yay. that day, so oh,
1: that's awesome. Because so that's it, the
2: part of the that's the committee that I'm on for the yeah. food bank. So
1: in the past, I have gone through my pantry and been like, all the things that I bought that I thought I would use that I hadn't. Yeah, but, and I'm like, before they expire, let's get them to a good cause or whatever. And this year, because I just moved, I don't have anything like that because I already got rid of it all or donated it. So I'm going to go to Aldi and just like fill up a yeah. basket. Because their canned goods and perishables are so affordable for me, yeah, um, they are. That that's how I'm going to give back on this one, and I'm very excited. Well, and it's something where if you're going shopping
2: between anyway. now and Saturday, just grab a couple extra cans, yeah. you know, and just and give them to somebody who needs them.
1: I love it. Also happening on Saturday, this is something so exciting because we learned about this back a couple months back when it was still in the planning phases. V Dubs on Auto Alley from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. So, this is the second annual event, but I guess I didn't know that it was going to happen again. (laughs) Yeah. Because apparently, whatever. It must have been
2: good enough last year. Exactly.
1: They're going to have out vintage and new Volkswagens. Hey, we knew somebody with a couple of those. Um, Aligning the street of Northwest 8th Street between Robinson and Oklahoma Avenue. So, you know, along Auto Alley. And this is hosted by the VW Club of Oklahoma City. And this is a family, pet-friendly street festival. And it's going to include a car show. Live music, art exhibit, pop up park, V Dub, Love, Photo Booth, and a I have no idea, some kind of tournament. Um,
2: I don't know what it I know it's a game. It's called okay. Pente. Pente. I think tournament. it's a board game. All right. Must be connected to V Dub somehow. I don't know.
1: Alright. We'll <laughs> leave it at that. At Pente Tournament. Google it if you're curious. <laughs> and so, then tell us.
2: Yeah, so also on Saturday, it's the Okie Made Market which is taking over the parking lot of the Paramount building in Film Row. Oh, wow. This will be from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. I love that that space is becoming more activated. Mm -hmm. And it's featuring vendors that carry products strictly made here in Oklahoma, including home decor, furniture, clothing, crafts, canned goods, and packaged Mm -hmm. foods, um, fresh vegetables even, wine, Art and other stuff made by Okies. So Um, much fun. This is hosted by Revolve Productions. Of course it is. And they also will have OKC Tool Library, which they're conducting a tool drive. So any um, tools or power tools that maybe you don't need anymore, they're accepting those.
1: Okay. I 100% found something in my garage and I don't even know what it is, but it's a power tool. It says Black & Decker on it, and it plugs okay. into the wall. Well, maybe we can bring, I'm it bring to that. This. Yeah, I love it. And maybe they can tell me what the heck it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Also happening on Saturday is growing a bouquet garden at Commonwealth Urban Farms. This is from eleven to 12, eleven a.m. to twelve p.m., so eleven to noon, and. You're going to learn about the easiest flowers to grow in Central Oklahoma City, which I need to do this because I do not pick the best flowers to grow. It's hard. It is hard. We have such a strange climate. We really do. Um, They're going to show you how to plant, prepare your plant, and prepare your garden bed, and discuss seeds versus transplants, annuals versus perennials, which I still don't have that down. So again, I need (laughs) it. Um, And the benefits of trellising and succession planning. Succession planning. Um, I don't know what that is, but they're going to tell me the benefits of it and then I'll know. So this is only $10 per person or $15 if you're a couple and free to volunteers. So if you want to volunteer for this, um, just show up and come to their location. So it's going to be at three, three, one, zero North Ollie. And that
2: is at 9 AM. And so that's just barely North of the Paseo. district so it's it's basically part of paseo you're there but commonwealth urban farms they have volunteers all the time to help with their stuff and love it so another fun thing on saturday they're having a crawfish crawl in yukon yes so this is taking place on 10 west main street in yukon at starting at 11 a.m they're also going to have a cornhole tournament signing up at noon. Okay. It'll go until 9 p.m. or until they run out of crawfish. Whichever happens first. challenge accepted. Right. (laughs) And they will also have the pets and people out for an adoption fair.
1: So much fun. All right. Also, taking place on Saturday, this is just a very busy day, is it not?
2: These are all such different Events that we were like we got to talk and about. And this last one, I'm really excited about because I didn't even know this could be a thing.
1: Okay, well, what Anna's referring to is dessert tasting event and bake sale at Desserts by
2: Marshall, Marshall
1: Home Bakery. Thank you. I just don't want to butcher it. I and know. I, you know, um, this is from noon to 6 p.m. So this Marshall Bakery is located at 1934. Midridge Drive in Midwest City. It is a residence, so yes. it's it's. I'm assuming Marshall's home. Yeah, bakery. it is. Um, and there, she's inviting you out to come taste some wonderful, lovingly scratch-made springtime desserts. They're going to have small bite-sized tastings of the following. You ready for this, y'all? Blueberry crumble bars, strawberries and cream cake, mini lemon meringue pies, almond and poppy seed cake, raspberry and dark chocolate ganache tart. In gluten-free and raw desserts. And so... Oh, my gosh.
2: Apparently, there was a law passed in, like, 2013 where you're allowed to operate a working bakery from your, home. your home. And so she's taken advantage of I this. I like it. And I looked at her website, which is dessertsbymarshelle.com, which is M-A-R-S-H-E-L-L-E. And she has a great website. All of her photos of stuff is on there. It all looks amazing. Wow. And so you'll also be able to purchase small desserts to take home all for $10, which could be perfect to bring for Mother's Day on Sunday.
1: Yes. Oh, such a great event. I'm so glad you found that. I know. How much fun is that?
2: Like, I hope other people do this. I was like, my sister needs to do
1: this. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) She does. (laughs) Oh my goodness. All right. Well, speaking of Mother's Day, that brings us into Sunday and there are a ton of Mother's Day events going on. So there is a brunch buffet at 747 in Norman. Gospel Brunch Live at the Jones Assembly. How much fun. Mickey Mantle's Brunch and Dinner. Um, There's going to be a buffet at Chef Curry to go. Um, Broadway 10 is having brunch. I'm assuming it's brunch or Mother's Day lunch. So some of them are doing brunch. Some are doing
2: both Brunch, brunch and, and dinner. Le- okay. So the rest, we're just giving you a rundown of All random right. places we know are doing stuff. But basically, everywhere we will be doing something. And call
1: ahead <laughs> if you haven't made your reservations. A definitely lot of do these might now. already
2: be full, be full. So
1: check your apps. What what's the reservation app? Uh, Resi, open table or Resy? Yeah. yeah. All right. So Broadway 10, 360 Restaurant and Bar, West Shogun, Brunch at MMR. Prime Steakhouse, which is that meat market refractory rebrand, uh-huh. on May. Um, brunch at Ember, Modern American Tavern at the Renaissance Waterford up in uh, Nichols Hills. Rococo on Penn. Brunch at Viceroy Grill in the Ambassador Hotel and the Melting Pot. Yeah.
2: Sure, there's so that's, more. That's just a little bit of what's going on. Yeah. Um, I am avoiding the madness. We do brunch at my parents' house.
1: Oh, see, <laughs> and I'm working at Banana.
2: Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> Because I figured people are going to come shop at the mall after brunch, you know? Come. Oh, absolutely, they will. Yeah. So, you know, cashing in on that. And we always like to give the moms the day off. So, a lot of moms work on Sundays. And so I was like, I'll step up and work on Sundays. That's nice of you. Thank you.
2: So, last thing for Sunday is it's industry night at Sauced. And they're doing a spotlight on comedy. So, industry night, they do this for people who work in the restaurant industry. A lot of restaurants are closed on Mondays. So Sunday Perfect. nights are like they're going out night.
1: And um, a lot of comedians <laughs> also happen to work at restaurants. They do,
2: indeed. So they'll have eight, at least eight comedians performing. And this will be from 7 to 10
1: p.m. How much fun is that? All right. That brings us into Monday. This is going to be a really exciting event. And we're talking about everything that's happening for this, the week of this event All right, that was confusing. Let's get into it. (laughs) Um, It's American Craft Beer Week at Okanor. Now you get it. So it is is the week
2: nationally. National. So this is what we're going to tell you what Okanor is doing to celebrate.
1: So celebrating American Craft Beer Week with a ton of local brews, including four special collaboration beers that uh, Okanor staff created with four different Oklahoma City breweries. Then there will be one per night. So they're kicking things off on Monday. With the Brewers Union night, love the Brewers Union, with all three of the breweries coming out. So that's Elk Valley, uh, Vanessa House, and Angry Scotsman. And then Tuesday night, it's going to be new on the scene in 2018. How cute was that? (laughs) Um, Stone Cloud, Heirloom Rustic Ales, and Renaissance Brewing. And then Wednesday, the theme is Traveling the American Prairies, featuring Prairie Artisan Ales and American Solera. And then Thursday night, they are rounding things off with 405 Breweries Night. So it's Rough Tail, Coop, Anthem, and 405 Brewing. Yeah. Yes. So there'll so. be special stuff each day. How much fun. If you
2: can go to one, if you can go to all four, I think you will be very happy with their selections. Yes.
1: And I can't wait to try I did not know that they were doing that, like, one special beer collaboration with, yeah. with one each night. So that, that is intriguing. Yeah.
2: So on Tuesday, we got a few things. Um... Firstly, the Married Gardens very rarely has free yoga. Normally, it's like 10 or $15. Okay. Um, so they're doing an event called Beats and Balance Free Yoga Class at Married Gardens on the Great Lawn from 545 to 645 on Tuesday. It'll be taught by Lisa Woodard, who's from This Land Yoga yeah. in Uptown. And they're also going to have music by DJ Brian from MuttRadio.com.
1: All right. I like it. Also happening on Tuesday is Wheeler Criterium Tuesdays, so also known as Wheeler Crit, um, Tuesdays through August. So this is weeknight cycling. It's a weeknight cycling festival every Tuesday night with Criterium races, food trucks, and family fun. So you're going to want to check out the schedule of races on their Facebook event, which we will link to on our social media. Um, And this is a really fun event hosted by Pro-Am Classic and DNA Racing out at the Wheeler District yes. Park, mm-hmm. which is where the fer- the Wheeler Ferris wheel is. If you need help, right? <laughs> Can I say Wheeler again?
2: So the last one for Tuesday is Beatles versus Stones at Tower Theater. Okay. So this will be like cover bands, obviously, right? um, <laughs> but they are going to have actual seating for this concert. Oh. So I haven't been to a seated concert at the Tower yet. I've only, guess, I've been to only standing. Standing. Ones. Me too. Um. So they're doing. Beatles versus Rolling Stones. Right. It'll start at 8 p.m. The tickets start at $25, um, so the prices do go up based on where you're sitting. Mm-hmm. But those can be found on Ticketfly.
1: Great. That brings us into Wednesday. Beyond the Art, lunch with an artist. Um, this month, it's going to be Marilyn Artist, uh, which we've talked about her before, at JRB Art at the Elms, which is in Paseo. Uh-huh. I'm not mistaken, I haven't been there yet, but I need to go. Um, from 11.30 a.m. to p.m., so kind of over that lunch break, you can bring your lunch to eat with one of the gallery's featured artists. And Beyond the Art is an ongoing series featuring lunch events, art demonstrations, and discussions. Yeah.
2: Also on Wednesday, this is where I'll be, is the Catalyst Movie Trivia Night at Dunlap Cotting. From 5.30 to 8. So this is an Allied Arts event in partnership with Dead Center. Of course. And it is teams of six. um, It's $10 unless you're a member of Catalyst. The Drinks and Small Bites will start at 5.30. Trivia will start at 6. And then it's hosted by Ryan Drake and Spencer Hicks. So it's going to be amazing. (laughs) Wow, yeah,
1: that's going to be legit. Love it. All right, also Wednesday, Oklahoma Watch Out, which is an event series put on by Oklahoma Watch. The theme for this one is... The Marijuana Question, and this is going to be hosted at the Oklahoma History Center from 6 to 7 p.m. So this is a hot-button topic right now, and they're going to host a public forum to discuss State Question 788, which would legalize medical marijuana here in the state of Oklahoma. Um, The featured panelists are going to include Frank Grove, chairman of the Vote Yes on 788 campaign, and the president of the Drug Policy Reform Network of Oklahoma, and Dr. Jean House year, president of the Oklahoma State Medical Association. And the vote for this state question is going to be on the primary ballot for June 26th. So you definitely want to start doing your research, mark your calendars to get out uh, to be a part of that primary vote. And I'm sure there's got to be some other
2: questions happening on that ballot, too. I But think this is a kind ton, of the loudest the one. The loudest
1: one. <laughs> yeah, I really there's a ton. Like, I haven't done my research yet. I'm sure Let's Fix This is going to do... A uh, big thing going over all the questions. Sure. And, uh, fellow KWSU podcast State Impact has released a couple podcasts on state questions that I haven't listened to yet, but I think this is one of them, and it's I'm in my sure it queue. Is. Yeah. So there's lots of ways to get informed, learn about them, and then make sure you get out and make your voice heard. So our last uh, event for the week is Pecha Kucha
2: night, which is an ongoing event mm-hmm. they've had. They hosted at Plenty Mercantile, and it's um, the volume eight. So this is our eighth time they've done this. And it's essentially like a storytelling type of event. I've never been able to make it before. I've always wanted to. But it's from 6 to 8.30 p.m. And the evening of presentations from a handful of creative individuals that make Oklahoma special, some of whom we are familiar yes. with. So this, this month will feature Tracy Zeke, Dusty Gilpin. Right. From Tree and, Leaf, Tree and Leaf, JB, former guest, <laughs> and Meredith Van Zant, owner of 405 Yoga, oh, where perfect. that's the, that's my home studio currently. That's awesome. They'll have complimentary food and beverages served um, at six, and then the presentations will begin at six forty-five. It is a free event, but they ask that you donate five dollars if you can.
1: Awesome. All right, so time for our etiquette tip of the week. What are we talking about this week, Anna? So because we had the Festival of the
2: Arts as a mini sode, Mm -hmm. we didn't actually have any etiquette tips in relation to arts Arts festivals.
1: festivals. (laughs) All right. Well, we're back into festivals. Does festival season ever really stop? It takes like a Christmas break.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much it. it. Yeah. All right. So we'll talk about in relation to artists first and then in relation to actual festival stuff. All right. So We've kind of talked about this a little bit. I think when we had momentum as our guest, but um, artists really like to talk about their art. Yes, they do. <laughs> so, asking one or two questions, such as "What was your inspiration?" "Tell me about your work," or you know, some kind of positive comment is a good way to get them talking. And mm-hmm. you know, they're there to represent themselves and to connect with the community, which is why it is always important to remember. You know, respect the fact that. They need to be interacting with a lot of different people. Don't monopolize their time, Um, Mm -hmm. but they definitely would love to talk with you, at least for a little bit. Um, These are some things that I actually was very aware of while I was at Festival of the Arts because all of the artists are right there. There's so many people just walking by, not necessarily paying attention, but probably make a lot of observational comments about their work. (laughs) that may not be in a positive way Mm -hmm. where the artist can hear it. And that's just really rude and hurtful. And so refrain from comments such as, I think I could paint this or photograph this or make this or even worse. I think my third grader could do this. Um, So if you have those thoughts, keep Keep them them to to yourself. yourself. I mean, like these artists, this is their life work usually. And they've probably spent a lot of years perfecting their craft Mm -hmm. and, Trying to become as good as they are, or maybe you don't think so, but it's obviously their passion, and, you know, they're not coming and dissing you on your job, so.
1: And you know what, (laughs) if you can do it, then go home and do it.
2: Right. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I wish Sh- I could. Show us. I've, right?
1: I've thought that before at some things and then gone home and tried to paint on a canvas. You know, when you think it to yourself. Um, and then i am been like, yeah, I can recreate that. And no, it's so much harder. Yeah. And the number one thing is that they have patience. I cannot wait for paint to dry. I can't do it. And I, I am, always mess stuff up that way.
2: I'm a terrible artist. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. But that's why I love art so much and artists you really
1: appreciate and it.
2: musicians and theater people because I can't do any of that stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
2: I just really appreciate all of the people who put their work into that and make it amazing. And um, with that being said, most artists don't want to haggle on the price of their work. Yeah. So don't go in thinking, oh, I'm going to try to get a deal. Like there's a reason why they set it for that price. You mm-hmm. know, they may have spent... Twelve hours on something. They may have spent forty hours on something. Mm -hmm. Like they determined that for a reason. So
1: they're usually using like the top of the line paints and materials on this. So if you're thinking like, oh, they bought their paints from Michaels and that should have only cost them thirty bucks. Like that's that's also not the case, right? I know I've heard people talking about stuff like that with the murals when people are painting murals, and they're like, oh yeah, you bought some spray. Spray paint at Walmart, and they're like, no, this is like $100 a can. Yeah. <laughs> and I went through 15 cans of this one color. Like, exactly. You don't even know. Yeah. And that's free for the public. Like, it's insane. Yeah. Sorry. Art supplies, they're legit. I bow down to them. Yes. Okay. So then
2: on the <laughs> festival side of it, um,
1: we talk about this
2: a lot, but plan your visit around either the music you want to mm-hmm. see or the meals that you want to eat. Yep. So many festivals are doing a great job now of posting all of that stuff ahead Online, of time yes. where you can really plan out exactly all of your meals,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, especially those multi-day festivals. If you want to go back more than once, yep. then you can do that. And you often want to consider like rideshare or walking, biking. Um, Paseo, which is our guest today, it's not the most parking-friendly district, Um
1: but what is, I mean, that's most why I'm like, aren't parking yeah, friendly, they but aren't. yeah, you're correct.
2: Um, but Paseo definitely not really known for that. And during the festival, all of it their works. normal parking is taken up by the festival. Yep. <laughs> so neighborhood streets are definitely easiest for that. You may have to park a couple blocks away. It's mm-hmm. fine. But because of that, and because of the terrain of the festival, you really need to wear comfortable shoes because yes. it's not all on like normal street. Like some of it is in like grass lots Mm -hmm. and
1: gravel and back
2: alleys. Yeah, exactly. All right. I've
1: got one more to add on to this and this is totally random, but it is just me thinking about past Paseo arts festivals and different arts festivals. A lot of times when they're in these secluded districts that are in the middle of neighborhoods and you're parking in the neighborhood, if you are a garage sailor, watch for the garage sale signs. A lot of people take advantage of that foot traffic and have some amazing garage sales during this. And so that's just a pro tip to people who love that, grad sales, estate sales. A lot of times, especially when things coincide with holiday weekends, um, there'll be a lot of really good stuff. Yeah. Well, that's our etiquette tip of the week. And we're very excited to have two people in studio here to talk about one of my favorite
0: festivals of the year. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves?
3: I'm Amanda Bleakley. I'm the executive director of the Paseo Arts Association.
0: And I'm Paige Powell, the program coordinator of the Paseo Arts Association.
1: So if you couldn't tell by that, we are obviously talking about the Paseo Arts Festival.
2: Yeah, so that'll be coming up Memorial Day weekend. It's that weekend every single year. Yes,
0: always Memorial Day.
2: And so that'll be May 26th through 28th. Um, But first, will y'all tell us a little bit about your backgrounds with Paseo?
3: Well, I'm going on my fourth year now, and um, I'm very excited about that. Um, I was going to give you a little background about the the uh, Paseo Arts Association which is a nonprofit it was organized back in 1981 so that they could support the Paseo Arts district which you know had been uh, had been uh, bought up by John L belt to make sure that the area didn't get raised um, by developers and so uh, John belt uh, did a really good job of keeping the buildings the way that they were and, and creating an arts district. And his wife, uh, John Belt, passed away, and his wife, Joy Reed Belt, has taken over uh, in that regard. So uh, this is going to be our 42nd festival. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is all right. Yeah, wow. <laughs> it's really changed a lot over the years from what I understand. It started out kind of like a you know, street fair um, in the middle of the street with um, – cinder blocks and wood planks and it was more crafty and now it's gotten to be a, a nationally juried um art festival so you know we're we're up there with the other guys and uh, we're really proud of our our quality of our festival
2: and how long have you been with the district page
3: i've
0: been here about two years now um will be my third festival, which is really exciting. The first year, I couldn't even picture what the street looked like <laughs> when they were telling me about it. I had my staff shirt on and my walkie-talkie. It's like, I look like I'm in charge, but I'll find a person for you to help, but I've really, I've really, really enjoyed the festival. It's probably, I mean, we work on stuff all year long, but the festival is like our favorite. It's craziness, but it's such a high, and we're very sad when it's over. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we joke that we don't slow down after the festival, that we actually ramp up before the festival so we have uh, events year-round programs for children and artists in the community um every month and that's Um, why the
0: festival is so important because this is our biggest fundraiser it supports everything we do throughout the year so we get grants and we have sponsors here and there but the festival is like our big one so it's all all cylinders firing it's crazy that's
3: right and we have a great time because it's just a really fun event well and it takes a
2: lot of volunteers to help make that happen, too. I know you guys started soliciting for those, like, months and months ago.
0: Well, people get really excited. They're like, is it open yet? We get calls, can we sign up to volunteer in, like, <laughs> February and March? So we open it for those people. But we are about 10 days away from the festival, so we need 300, 325. Not 10. It's longer than that. It's longer than 10? Yeah. yeah, I've, yeah. Just been, I've just been scheduling yeah, all we been scheduling
3: 20-something days. 20 days.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> I, can, I can breathe. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right.
3: Yeah, so, uh, but we do need a lot of volunteers, and I know some people wait to the last minute to see what they're going to do for that weekend and what the weather is going to be like. I think the weather so far looks like it's going to be good. Um, we have so many different areas that we need help. Uh, beverage, uh, beverage tent because we sell uh, beer and water and sodas. Hospitality, uh, stage managers for the the two stages that we have uh, with music that's going. Um children's area if you if you like um, playing with uh, paint and and you like kids or or your kids are you know willing to come and volunteer we'd love to have them if, if you think they're old enough to be there then we'll, we'll we think so too <laughs> <laughs> well and
2: so let's talk about um what all does this festival encompass because yes it's paseo arts festival but it really is a lot more than just that too
1: i mean i know i think of the food Ananitra and Ribbon Fries. That's my favorite tradition of every festival
0: we go to, I swear. Yeah, I think it started at Paseo a couple years back.
2: I think
3: so.
0: Well, yeah, go ahead. The food is a huge part. Um, How many many do we have this year? We have like
3: 18 food and drink vendors.
0: We have a lot of the same um, people that we've had for years, but we've added a
3: couple new ones this year. We've got the fried taco.
2: (gasps) That's the one I'm really excited about. Oh, my
3: gosh. I love fried tacos. Because he's going to have fried tacos, empanadas, and quesadillas. Great. And then we're going to have fat stacks.
0: Yes. That's going to be, I'm excited for that one. So you, yeah. it's $8 for, uh, it's a kebab of sirloin, but it's just steak. So no veggies, all steak.
3: Yeah. And so it, the and way
0: good it should be. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and he's coming in from Texas, so we know it's going to be good. <laughs> and I know y'all also
2: are going to have, um, was it Metro Minis? Donuts? Yes, Metro
3: Minis will oh, be I back I love them.
1: Oh, they were catering an event that I was at earlier this week, and I ate more than I should have. But they're <laughs> mini,
0: so it's fine. It's really easy to just, like, <laughs> pop 12. You yes. know they sell them by a dozen, so you can just eat 12 donuts really quick. And
3: yeah. they make them to order right there while you're waiting. Oh, and they're so good. Oh, so they're, they're fresh. They're That's awesome. Uh, yeah.
0: There's also permanently in the district, Holy Rollers, so right. if Metro yes. Minis are a little too fried for you. We've got gluten-free mm-hmm. donuts. Healthy year-round. donuts. Yes. yes.
1: Well,
2: and also, like, there's a lot of other Varieties Like when I was looking at the menu, which is on the website, thepaseo.org slash festival, you can see all of the vendors and it shows the menu and prices for everything they're going to be selling, which I think is so awesome to be able to help plan what you want to eat for the day. Or, you know, when I'm like wanting euros and I want to know if I'm going to get it this day and then I probably wouldn't get it the same week, you know? Yeah. And so just planning out. That part is so important to me.
3: <laughs> well, and I think it's it also good to, to know how much things are going to cost. And yeah. We really try to find vendors that are going to keep the cost uh, reasonable for people because, you know, no one's made of money and we want people, we want people to come out with their families and be able to afford to be there. And um, speaking of which, you know, our children's area is free. So there's no cost to that. There's no cost to come to the festival. And we also have a free shuttle. Uh, so if you're having a hard time finding parking um, in the neighborhood you can park at First Christian Church at 36 and Walker and take the shuttle and it runs the entire time of the festival every 15 minutes
2: well and just so people know like the boundaries of the event it takes place between Northwest 30th and Dewey and Northwest 28th and Walker so right. mm-hmm. that kind of gives you an idea of the little square that it encompasses and If you haven't been to the Paseo in a while, they've gotten, you know, a couple of the new buildings already and Mm -hmm. more that are coming. Um, Would you speak to that a little bit?
3: Well, we're really excited that the uh, Pueblo of Paseo has opened. And we've got two new restaurants there. We've got Scratch and Buttermilk. We have uh, some new businesses, Urban Mother, uh, Eric Bloomer's uh, Photography Gallery, and Smash Bangles. And then there's a couple other uh, private businesses as well. Uh, we've got another restaurant that's going in to there at the corner. Um, I'm not sure if I can announce the name of that, but um, <laughs> um, more things. I think, I think I'm not sure if that. I don't want to get in trouble, but anyway, there's. It's going to be kind of a pub uh, with the mm, southwestern type southwestern type grill food, pub and food, a, and
0: a great patio.
3: Great outdoor patio, I love, yeah. I Love a good patio. And then uh, we also have Frida that's going to open up on the corner of uh, Walker yeah. and Besado Drive. So that will be at least a year because they're you know they're starting from scratch. Right. And then there's also going to be a building next door um, that is going to be office and uh, office and I think retail. So
2: well, and I love how the buildings they've they've added really do go with the vibe of the district. Like it doesn't feel like it's not part of the same area has the same kind of look. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And also with the festival, um, so it does encompass a lot of live music as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so will you tell us about some of the artists that'll be there?
0: Yeah, absolutely. We, I actually added quite a few more time slots this year because it was really hard to book the music. We have so many talented musicians in Oklahoma city. We have favorites that are coming back, Edgar Cruz and his band play. Um, so he'll be on two different stages. You'll have plenty of opportunities to see him. Kyle Dillingham and Horseshoe Road will be there. Um, Mallory Eagle is uh, an up-and-coming country artist. She's actually just released her album, and she'll be moving to Nashville, so we're going to get her to play one more time before she leaves. Um, but, yeah, we have 52 different performances scheduled, so there's a, something for everyone. The north stage is more, um, a little more chill, acoustic, um, We have some instrumental and some world-type music, and then down on the south stage is more rock, country. So there's a little bit for everybody, but we'll have schedules posted around the festival. Um, But it's a good... It's shaded. The tents are shaded, which is really nice to sit down and chill, listen to some music, eat your food. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm really excited. I I work with a musician, so that's... I get giddy when I work (laughs) on it. Like, I'm really excited, so...
3: And we yeah. just keep telling ourselves every year that we're gonna find time to go listen to music. And we, we've, we've actually we did that once last year, I think. Or, we had a couple minutes yeah. here and
0: there. We and we say hi, and then and we take, and we, we, we fell in
3: love with Stephen Salivan, and said, so, "Oh, so I, love we, him. I love him." We were like, "I had," and we we actually heard his music because we were listening to music, trying to book it. Ed. And uh, so then he has come back several times after that for First Friday. Yeah. So yeah.
2: Yeah, I first heard him at Deep Do Sessions uh, a few months back, and he is great. And now I keep, feel like I keep seeing him everywhere.
1: Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, so I saw him at KOSU's City session. Oh, that's right. That I was at time. that, You too. were at that, too. And mm-hmm. you were like, this guy is up and coming. He's legit. And I was like, he's good. I believe you.
2: <laughs> well, and we haven't talked much about the actual artists yet. So I know there's going to be like 90 visual artists with their works for sale.
3: Yeah, we have over 90 artists in all different mediums from wood, painting, ceramics, jewelry, 3D, 2D sculpture. Uh, Just something for everybody, and the price range is for everybody. It's, It's really important for us to make art accessible and affordable, and we want everyone to come out and, you know enjoy looking at the art we love them to buy the art but that's not the only reason to come it's just come and enjoy being in an art district looking at original art and you can talk to the artists that make it because they're there working the tent we have uh probably about 50 percent of our artists come from outside of oklahoma and i think maybe 15 states
0: yeah
3: yeah different states and I know some,
2: a lot of them, like I'll see the same, the same ones
3: again. If they oh, yeah. obviously they
2: do well enough, they want to come back. <laughs> right.
3: They, yeah, the, we have a lot of repeat artists and we're not like other festivals. We don't roll them off. We want our artists to come back year after year, build uh, a rapport with our community, build a clientele. Uh, a lot of people come and see just certain artists every year and buy and collect from them. It's really fun to, to watch that relationship build uh, through people, um, and they'll they'll call us and they'll they'll make sure that someone that they know is coming back or they want to know what their booth number is. We try to keep them in the same area too, so that they'll they'll be able to find them better or easier.
1: And so people can shop the art at all the tents along the festival, and then the galleries are also open during this as
0: well, right? Right. Yes. That's one of the cool things about the, this festival is it's not just popping up in the middle of a city. It's, I mean, we're an arts district all year round, so all the galleries will be open. Um, They will have featured artists, and a lot of the artists will be there, too, so make sure to go in the galleries as well as the the, the artists outside.
3: It'll be air-conditioned, so (laughs) I always think that that's a good, there's, you know, if if you need an excuse to pop in, go cool (laughs) off for a few minutes and talk to one of the local gallery owners or uh, business owners. We have a a pretty good mix nowadays of retail and galleries and restaurants.
2: Yeah. I was looking at the website at all the current businesses in the district. And I was like really surprised by just how much it has grown. And I know when I first started coming to first Fridays, when I probably like when I graduated college and it's changed so much, even since then, that was like six years ago, (laughs) but just to see like what's coming for the district, it's really exciting. And, um,
3: We're really proud of all the changes. We worked hard to uh, get some business owners who want to be there all the time and maintain retail hours. Uh, Joy has done a really great job uh, bringing new um, merchants in. And we're, you know, always keeping our eye out on what would be a good fit for our community. So it's, it's continuing. It's a continual process. Uh, we like to say that we're growing up, not out. So uh, we're just, you know, we're gonna we're gonna keep working on it.
2: Well, and again, the festival will be taking place Memorial Day weekend, so the Saturday through Monday. And then, if you want to know the exact times, um, the artist and food vendors will be Saturday and Sunday, ten to eight. Monday, ten to five. Then the children's area is Saturday and Sunday, eleven to six, and Monday, eleven to five. And then the music will be going on later than when the actual festival closes till at least 10,
3: right? Yes. T- okay. 10 o'clock on Saturday and Sunday, and then, you know, we close at... Yeah, everything's at 5 on the Everything Monday. closes at I
0: five. would really just encourage people to go to the website. I've worked really hard this year to make sure everything's on there, and then it's mobile-friendly, um, so you can download the PDF of the map if you don't want to pick one up, but they will be everywhere. Just, we've tried to get everything on there, so...
2: It looks really good. You've done a great job. She has. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we look at a lot of different sites for things like this. And, and this one's
1: great. Yeah. And what was that website one more time? Thepaseo.org
0: slash festival. All right. And where can f- people find you on social media to follow along? The Paseo Arts District. I don't actually know our handles. They're all different. <laughs> just Paseo. It usually is the first one. The green circle. The green circle. Yes. We'll tag them and
1: everything on our content so you can find them.
2: <laughs> and then just quickly, I wanted to remind everybody that the Paseo did just launch their farmer's market for every Saturday. Um, so that started last or it did this it started, month it's, yeah
3: it started last Saturday and and they run at 9 to twelve uh, every Saturday until October and you can get lots of good uh, fresh veggies and um, and there's some kind of art items and yeah uh,
0: it's a good mix of vendors yeah. and we were there on Saturday and there's some veggies out I think the frost really like pushed everyone back a couple weeks yeah so I don't see season. what you think you want maybe come back next weekend but um, they're really just asking people to come and spend $5, and that's what's going to keep, it's really going to sustain this. Um, I think it's a really awesome fit for the district and for 612 as an organization who puts it on. So we're really excited to see what happens with that all summer long.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and as always, they have the first Fridays every single month, so you can always catch them there. Is
3: there any last things y'all wanted to add? No, I think you got it off. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, if anybody has any questions, Obviously, they can call us at five two five two six eight eight. We ask those since we're a really small office; it's just really the two of us. To <laughs> please, to, to please check our website first. Yeah, uh, and if you don't see it then there, then we're happy to you know, answer any questions. That's there a is, good. That's a good life
2: tip in yes. general.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, general there is, rule. there is handicap parking if you have yeah. a handicap placard. It's on the uh, northeast corner of thirtieth uh, and Paseo or On the other side of 30th, it's Dewey. Awesome. So we do have that, just in case anybody wants to know that.
2: Great. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Thanks.
3: Thanks for having us. We appreciate it. Come see us in the Paseo.
2: Well, I know I'm excited to attend the festival this year. Mm -hmm. I always find a time to go throughout that weekend. I usually like to go on the Monday, though. Okay. Because I don't go out of town for Memorial Day weekend. So like I'm off work.
1: Let's do it. Take your time. I know. Sorry. Quick story. So I think that you took me. I went with you and Patrick. And this was the first time I'd been to the Paseo at all. Whether it was First (laughs) Friday or Festival or any time. And we went during this. And I went and shopped at, was it Bone Dust? Yes. Bone Dust. Their little, um, their version of Bad Grannies. It's like a curated little thrifted, bizarre shop. And I met Caitlin Butts. Who, now that I'm thinking back, she was probably, like, playing. Like, this whole time, I was like, oh, that was so random that this country artist was there. (laughs) I thought she was playing at the festival that day. I'm so...
2: Probably. It's
1: fine. Um, And then she liked these cowboy boots, and then I liked them, and they were my size. And I know I always tell that story. They're my favorite, because that's the day I met Caitlin Butts. (laughs) And it's just awesome. (laughs) And so, that's my favorite memory. Definitely go out. Check out all the little stores. I know we, like, stumbled... Into a building and then upstairs and found that place. And yeah. I got a really cool shirt there too. And I just, I love that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can plan as much as you want and you should, but also, you know, take some time to explore as well.
2: Yeah. So we found out about some yes. of our favorite places that are going to be opening second locations. Yes.
1: So everyone loves things that happen here in Oklahoma city. I do as well. And then my favorite thing is when they leave the city and go into the suburbs as well. will not leave. Expand into the suburbs. <laughs> um, so I Like was, Hatch did. Like Hatch did. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, Tamishi Ramen. Is it Tamishi? Tamashi. Tamashi. Man, I know I was doing it wrong. Tamashi <laughs> Ramen is opening a second location up in Edmond. So excited. I know they announced that on social media a couple um, days back. Maybe a week ago now. Um, and they don't have the location Announced yet. Yeah, they like did like an artsy photo of the yeah. building, and I was like, okay, I, I, I need I more info. I have no idea
2: where it could be.
1: <laughs> but I'm so excited for this. And then also, Neighborhood Jam is expanding down into Norman, and so I also don't know where that'll be m- on Main Street in
2: Norman. On Main I Street? do know that. Okay. So they, because that's part of House Smith Group, they just opened the Winston, mm-hmm. it's going to be adjacent to that.
1: Adjacent to the Winston? Mm-hmm. Very cool. So I still have not been up to neighborhood jam. Well,
2: it's hard to go, but if right. you use the no wait app, you'll be fine. I'll be fine. But you literally have to like wake up at like eight AM or earlier.
1: Check in on the
2: no wait app
1: in, and go back and to then bed. get there at like eleven. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm but gonna it, make it one of these weeks, but I've it heard is amazing. Crazy. Things. I've had their catering at stuff, so I've had their yeah. food. Ugh.
2: But it's it's good. It's just like you have to plan for it. You Mm -hmm. just can't go on a whim.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, we have a lot of really fun things coming up. Yes. So, I did decide we're gonna do
2: another event for birthdays. Yeah. So this time it's my birthday. It is. It's Anna's birthday. (laughs) So my birthday is May thirty first, and we are going to do a birthday happy hour slash fundraiser for YWCA Oklahoma City. Because you know
1: how philanthropic we are.
2: (laughs) On my actual birthday so it's a Thursday. How perfect. We're going to be at the eatery and cocktail office at the union. Yes
1: so if you haven't been to check out since they renovated and reopened definitely come join us. So we will have the speakeasy reserved. Yes. And then I'm sure we'll spill out
2: onto the patio Mm -hmm. Um, but tentatively I'm thinking 530 to 830 we will have the Facebook event up shortly if it's not already up by the time you hear this um but we're we will be accepting monetary donations for ywca Mm -hmm. they'll have a representative out there we'll be able to do cash card check whatever we're also gonna try to get some raffles again Mm -hmm. like we did last time Um, so
1: if you want to donate anything hit us up
2: (laughs) yeah absolutely any of you people who have connections or are the business owners, yeah. whatever. We appreciate we'd, it. We'd love to be able to feature you as part of this. So I'm excited. Um, I didn't know great. if I was going to do one or not. I know. And, and we kind of. And talked then I it. decided, yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> it needed to happen. I'm glad she is too. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, you can follow us on social media at Local Lights OKC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Shoot us an email at localitesokc at gmail.com. We love hearing from you all. We love sharing the insider info that we get from our listeners. I know you guys know what's going on just about as well, if not sometimes better than we do. We try to stay on top of it, but we're really all a community and we appreciate your help. Yeah. Well, have a great week. Bye. We'll also have a mini-sode. Oh, yes. (laughs) Thank you. I always forget that. Yes, we have. Oh, and this is one of the most exciting mini-sodes. Yes. Um, It's our first repeat guests and I will leave it at that. Let you tune in for the little surprise that'll be on on Monday. Monday.
2: You'll love it.
1: All right, we'll talk to you on Monday, I guess. Bye.
3: Bye. Oklahoma City's independent sound, the Spy. spy.